0: Alrighty, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill. My co-host, Sean Ellis, is in the building. Say what's up to the people, Sean. Good evening, everyone. Okay, so week six, uh, we had some really, really good games, and we had a, a sleeper at the end. Uh, but to start off, the game of the night, uh, between the 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock game, uh, the point differential was two. Yeah, Margin of victory was two. So that tells you how exciting it was. Uh, and one of them didn't end up the tie. So um, so Alliance, uh, they fell short to City Center. Um, I believe I picked City Center to win the game. I don't remember how much, but I did pick them to win. Um, but that was a classic game.
1: Yeah,
0: Classic, classic game.
1: Uh, when the season started, uh, after week one, and I thought these might have been the two best teams after week one, mm-hmm. uh, it quite hadn't quite... Gone that way completely throughout yeah. the season, but uh, I mean, th- this is a real win to way to gut it out on the City Center ballers in because the Lions had a four point lead with a minute left. Yeah, uh, and City Center made some huge plays down the stretch to pull that game out. Uh, Darius Offer, we don't bring him up too often, but hit a huge three, put them down one, mm. then back door uh, they get a foul. It's- against one of their more trusted ball handlers and players and Mackie Knight uh, Mackie Maggie goes up there. He missed both free throws. Yeah he did. Yeah, he get the rebound call timeout. Uh they get the ball in. Darius gets the ball in again. You know, his teammates <laughs> trusted him. Yeah. He gets the ball in again and makes a strong drive to the basket. Uh misses though, unfortunately, but he drew three defenders on the miss. Yeah. And uh Jalen slash Edward comes out yeah. of flying out of nowhere <laughs> and uh puts it back in and puts him up one. Uh with like three seconds left. Yeah. So uh just a really great really great game came all the way down to the wire. The first time they played each other, it was also a one point win by the City Center ballers. So right yes. now they had the alliance number. Uh
0: and if I'm not mistaken,
1: it was the exact same score, right? First one might have been it was similar. Very similar. I yeah. wanna say the first one may have been seventy two, seventy three. Yeah, see here and check it in a second. But uh it, it was came down to the wire, last second bucket. In a game, I think the alliance probably be kicking themselves for because it was a statement game for them as well. <laughs> the exact same score. The exact same score. I wow! You. I do wow. it. Wow! Exact same score as the first time. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, it's a game the alliance could be kicking themselves. Probably both games because there were mm. both games where it came down to free throw. They missed free throws in both games, mm. and they end up losing. Um, but shout out to City Center because they were missing one of their biggest pieces, uh, one of the early season MVP candidates, uh, Brandon. Was, was out And they still found a way to win that game. And a lot of it had to do with a guy that we don't bring up too often. And he said that we don't get many credit on the podcast. Yes. And we'll, we'll end up bringing, up, bringing him up here in a few. But uh, big game by Emmanuel White. Mm-hmm. Young twin. Yeah. Uh, looks like during the season he's getting in shape. And he looks like he slimmed down a little bit. Yeah. And he looked quick as a cat out there. And yeah. he had some legit defenders on him. He had Brian on him. Had Mackie on had him. Mackey's had Mackie on him. Mackie's one of the best – on-ball um, defenders in this league. Yeah, and, and, you know, he was willing and dealing out yeah. there. And not to mention, when he gets that jump shot going, I mean, he's almost unguardable. Yeah. So, I mean, he he literally put him on his shoulders through the first three quarters and act, absolutely was dominating the game. At, at, at one point, he had five threes in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was on. And he let us know at the table, too. Yeah. You know, he, he ran over to the table and said, <laughs> we don't give him any credit. <laughs> And we act like he out here invincible.
0: And you know what, first of all, shout out to Emmanuel, man, giving us all these views every week, uh, listening to the podcast. That's what I'm talking about. My faithful listeners, Emmanuel, I
1: appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. A lot of guys try to act like they don't listen, but, you know, they come in the gym with a little chip on their shoulder every week. So for all you guys that's not listening, that's really listening. (laughs) Big shout out to you. But he had a monster game and pretty much kind of led them. All the way to a victory there, and then they had some heroic at the end by multiple teammates.
0: Good team win for them. Yeah, I, you know what, Emmanuel? Not only did he have his best game of the season, Emmanuel's been he's been consistent for the most part of the season. He's averaging a little over twenty one a game. Yeah. Um, he put himself right in the MVP conversation, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, that was a crazy ending because then even when uh Alliance got the ball back and had another crack at it. Uh, Kobe had what looked to be
1: the game winner, because yeah, it, it looked good it's, 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 it's from where I was sitting, it did look real good. And uh, you know, Big Howard, uh, not, not a known three point shooter, but he definitely knocked something down here and there, yeah. And when they left his hand, it looked good, and I was like, wow, this is gonna end like this. And but you know, it came out, uh, unfortunately, nothing to be mad at, uh, because I think the Alliance As much turmoil do those guys have been in, uh, throughout. Uh, The league this current season. Mm -hmm. It was a heck of a fight and it showed us that they're not done yet. Yeah, they definitely are. You you can't count them out. They're a two time defending champ. You definitely can't count them out. And they look every bit of it for the most part in that game. So, you know, big shout out to the Alliance for coming through and you know, got big minutes from a lot of guys. So, mm-hmm. it, it, it was big time
0: for what they were able to do. Yeah, I how mean, would, how was actually only shooting 28% for th- I thought he was actually shooting better than that. I think it's this season that brought his numbers down. Yeah. Because I think he was, like, high 30s yeah. uh, before. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, right now, uh, Alliance is, what, the fourth seed? Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Hey, hey, man, I'm just yeah. saying, whoever ends up at the top, they better not sleep on them. Because we don't know yet because, you know, we've still got two weeks left. Uh, and I think City Center's what, a game away? Yeah. So, if City Center wins out and uh, Lake Houston drops their last two, yeah. then, then City Center will get that number one seed. Seat. Seeding's
1: going to be big because uh, I'm going to make an announcement about the seeding pretty soon. So, uh, it's important, fellas. Uh, everybody needs to finish the season strong. Yeah. And not on the bad end uh, of the seeding. So, we'll definitely see what happens. Yeah, it's, this is this is uh, shaping up to be a very
0: very intriguing uh, playoff matchup. So we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Okay, the uh, the second game of the night, uh, the Monstars versus the Bullets. Uh, Monstars continuing to put on a great display of defense. They haven't allowed eighty points in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, they lose though, uh, sixty three to sixty two. Uh, they lose back to back weeks by one point. <laughs> Um, the same way. Uh, missed the <laughs> shot at the end. Uh, this time, uh, Hunt had a good look at it. And yeah. he, he didn't even draw iron on that one. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, God. The, they're there, man. Like, I, I don't know what tell safe about you guys. I think you guys are playing your tail off. Mm. I think you've turned into I, – I would have thought that the Lions have been the best defensive team. Uh, but you guys have turned into the best defensive team in the league. And – let me stop does. you
0: right there, Sean. <laughs> we have not turned ourselves into the best defensive team in the league. Because if we did, we would win some games. Yeah. Let me tell you what the Monstars do. The Monstars slow the game down. Yeah. This is a running clock league. We foul. A lot. Yeah. So when you foul, the clock is going to run. Yeah. Especially when there's shooting fouls. Yeah. If it's a, you know, a dead ball foul, then the ball's going to go out of bounds. That takes what? 10 seconds at the yeah. most That's not really affecting the clock But free throws On average Take about 40 seconds yeah. yeah Just to get lined up Shoot the shot Get it back Referee talking Time is going Yeah, yeah. No telling how funny The bounce goes It might go in You know Handshakes Handshel oh, Thank you Thank you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Communication to the sideline 40 seconds On average Yeah So every time we commit A shooting foul And they don't make it That's 40 seconds That's a whole, what? You can get, what, a good three possessions in 40 seconds, easily. That's what we do. We're not a good defensive team,
1: so please don't give us that credit. (laughs) We're not. I'm sorry, we're not. Well, if that's not strategy, it's working for you guys because you guys are, for the last few weeks, not even just the past two weeks, the last few weeks, you've been within a possession of winning games. Yeah. And you've been right there. And some key clutch scoring will help you guys out. A lot. Uh, just down stretch. I haven't found the guy that can finish a game for you yet. And that's unfortunate, man. Because like I said, I think you guys are fighting hard. You're rebounding well. You're doing a lot of things well. You just can't get over the hunt, uh, hump. And you guys are just snaping. I'm sitting there watching you guys with a two-point lead and free throws. you uh, your second. And I'm, I'm watching. First off, I don't know why you guys didn't stop the outlet. The guy gets the outlet, and Smitty runs up the floor. I don't bring up Smitty's name too often, but mm-hmm. we gotta give Smitty some credit. Smitty brings the ball up the floor, and confidently pulls up and shoots a three. The ball
0: slipped out of his hand. You know, what right? <laughs> he was not supposed to make that. The ball slipped out of his hand. If he shot it the way he wanted to shoot it, he would have missed the shot. <laughs> the ball slipped out of his hand. Cause I heard him. He's like, ah, ah, dang. <laughs> and it went in That <laughs> just shows you how our luck how has been all season And,
1: and look I'm going to try to give you more credit than that Speedy. You completely went up there No 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 no, no no no,
0: Sean For three It
1: <laughs> slipped out of his hand I saw it I literally saw it
0: because he shot one earlier in the game He shot it with conviction and it looked good Like mm-hmm. the whole way it actually looked good That one slipped out of because the way his shot is He has a quick release mm-hmm. So as he tried to shoot it The ball literally slipped out of his hand
1: Yeah And, And of course, he makes it. Eight seconds left, just like last week. Bad free throw line alignment last week. Mm. Losing you guys' game. This week, he had a right alignment at the free throw line, but nobody gets back on defense. So, he makes an outlet pass to Smitty. He's driven the ball to the floor with eight seconds left. I'm like, there's no way he's going to make this. This is not one of their better three-point shooters. Uh, so he's no way he's gonna make it. I he's thought like, it was a terrible
0: decision for him to shoot it.
1: Yeah, I did too. I was like, why not get a layup? I was thinking that. Yeah, get get you a layup. It's two on one. Get you a layup. He pulls up, shoots a three, and drains it. Kev said it slipped out your hand. It did. And I'm just sitting there. Thinking, oh wait, time out, time out. Let's not forget something. That was not a
0: three. <laughs> can we forget Can we address that? That was, Sean. In your opinion, was that a three pointer? I'm just riding my referees, man. <laughs> no, I'm not even listen. Our season it is what it is, but you got to be honest. That was not a three. It was close, man. He first of all he bobbled the ball. He bobbled the ball. Then it slipped out of his hand. So when he got set, he was his feet were behind the three point line. But then he bobbled the ball. He he slipped and he shoot. He 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 steps forward when he shoots. Yeah, he does. So when he gathered control of the ball, it still slipped out of his hand, but he had control of it. His foot was in front of the line. Clearly, clear as day in front of the line. Everybody saw it. And when he made it, I was like, well, good thing that wasn't a three. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I see who's that? I who's was at Carl. Carl. I see Carl's hands go. I like, oh my
1: God. Are y'all serious? Yeah, you guys are snake bitten, man. It, it just is what it is. You don't find too many teams that just lose back to back games like that by one coming down the stretch. It just doesn't happen, ever. And so, I mean, you got good minutes and good time. I'm sitting there looking at the I mean, you got good minutes from everybody. I think everybody played a role. Uh they did well with their role. Uh it's just couldn't get the stop you needed at the end. It was eight seconds left. This this definitely locks you guys into coming in last place in the league with that loss. Yeah. Um and unfortunate. But with that being said I I don't think you guys are an easy game either. I don't look at you guys as a team that's like, are we playing the Monsters this week? It's easy. I think if you're going out with that mentality, you might end up losing. I think to how well you guys have played the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So I wouldn't suggest anybody on these last couple of weeks do that. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not the wisest thing to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, it's not the wisest thing <laughs> to do. But uh, it, it definitely, you know, seating-wise, I think you guys have a, a bike coming up, uh, I think, yeah. next week. If I'm not mistaken. The last week of the season, you guys have a bye. So I mean, it's tough, man. It's gonna be tough, but with all that being said, you know, I was just excited to have Yeah, week eight, we don't play. Yeah. This is a, this is our last one. Yeah. I I'll definitely excited to see you guys come out there and compete and be play at that high level that you guys were able to play at.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh the last game of the night, Lake Houston Live versus the Bullets. Snoozer. Yeah, was definitely a snooze. Lake Houston Live uh, took care of business. Uh, 93-64, 29-point victory. It just seems like Lake Houston is catching all the breaks. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that? Because they've, um, not to take anything away from them, because they've been playing awesome. Like, for the majority of the season, they've, they've definitely played awesome. But, like, a team like the Bullets, Dante doesn't show up. <laughs> Catch them on the back-to-back. Austin doesn't show up. Yeah. And then uh the week that they play at City Center, their team doesn't really show up. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's not – I don't think it's it's helpful for Lake Houston because they're not getting a real test. You know what I'm saying? And especially at this point in the season, you want to get tested uh, heading into the playoffs so you'll be, you know, more battle tested. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, I, like I said, you got players on that team that think I discredit them and, <laughs> you know, I'm not giving them that credit. Oh, we getting lucky. I, I'm just telling you the truth. You want to be tested. You want to get everybody's best shot. You don't get Dante and, and Austin in week six – yeah against this team that you won't see again yeah until possibly the playoffs yeah and, uh I mean but they can only play who, they, who
1: comes out there who steps yeah. in front of them so yeah yeah I mean they are catching all the breaks yeah and to their credit you only can play who's in front of you and to their credit when they play teams like that. They've blown them out. They, They've blown them out. It's not. It hasn't been close. Yeah. They, so they do what they're supposed to they, do. They do exactly what they're supposed to yeah. do. And that, that says a lot about your a team's focus a lot of times, too, yeah. because you can't come out there unfocused and like, not oh, ready to play. It's like,
0: oh, this is the team that showed up. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we ain't got to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, look at the Warriors uh, the other night against uh, the Rockets. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it was definitely you – know, we, have, we have a business to come in. Cliff just walked in the room, interrupting us real <laughs> quick. Come on, Cliff. Just come on sit down mm-hmm. since you want to come interrupt the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all handle that, man. Yeah. Y'all do that. We, we just finished talking about y'all too, man. Y'all one point lost, man. Yeah. It was, it was big time on here, bro. You see, I don't <laughs> even to nobody off, bro. I walk right out y'all, two weeks in a row, bro. Yeah. Same I way. way. I can't handle that. The nerves too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, Lake Houston Live, man, they've definitely come in, they take care of their business. Yeah. You, you know, and you can't knock a team like that. Like I said, the Warriors walked in against the Rockets of the other night. No James Harden, yeah, and they came out Man, they full, they had, they, they had their full squad too, and they had their full they squad. They had Steph, Clay, Draymond, yeah. uh, Boogie. Boogie, yeah, Durant, they had everybody, they, they had everybody, yeah, hell, they, they even had off bench guys, yeah. you know, which is weird, and you know, Jordan Bell, and yeah, they, I mean, they had the whole squad, and Chris John Paul Liffin. dominated, he dominated, he looked like Chris Paul, yeah, you know, the like vintage Chris yeah. Paul, yeah, yeah, he looked like Chris Paul. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know if he—that's because he's finally healthy and he looks yeah. like that, or was that just a, a vintage
0: game? I think it might have been both because, I mean, without James Harden on the floor, it allows the Rockets to use their, you know, their team. Yeah, and it just shows you how good we can be if Harden gets off that iso ball. Yeah, yeah. But he's not gonna do that. I know,
1: and you know, but not to get into the Rockets we're talking about right. but again, you know, I—they look a lot because they actually ran some offense in the fourth quarter instead of just and yeah, that's why Dan that Tony's fourth, system is great. Yeah, like but you know, like I said and I think on his end, coaching wise, he needs to call plays sometimes and stop letting Chris and James call plays every single time. Chris does seem to do a decent job. But he calls players. he calls Dan Tony's plays. Yeah. You know, James calls... I don't like James Call couple, his, his like, own number. No, like you know
0: his play is pick and roll with Capella, throw the lob, or ISO or kick it to the corner. That's his, that's his whole office. That's not, I'm sorry. Dan Tony's more innovative than that. Yeah. And so that's,
1: that's, that's their deal. But getting back to Ultimate Hoops, yeah. uh, I mean, they're getting all the breaks, but I mean, look, the Bullets got to show up to play. And I'm starting to see a pattern with the Bullets. And I'm not going to call out anybody in particular, <laughs> but the Bullets don't win big games. No. They, they win games. They don't win big games. Ooh, Larry. Uh, yeah, I know. God, I you know I knew he ran out of gas. I didn't know he shot that bad. I really didn't. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was he, he god awful. I didn't realize he shot that many shots. I didn't either. But it yeah. didn't
0: it didn't seem like it. But yeah, he, he was god awful. Well, um, we attribute that to dead legs.
1: Yeah, you know whatever. Yeah, but again, the bullets do not win big games, and as talented of a squad they are from uh, top to bottom, mm-hmm. they don't. Win big games and until they start winning big games. I can only put so much stock in them. So, can they get finally get a win against a quality team? You know, they, they got citizens, citizen right. Yeah, so Maybe. it's be a big game. I want to see them win a big game for a change and because they never win one. Counting for a couple seasons now, I can't remember. I can remember them winning one big game playoffs, and I was in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, but you know Dante was an absolute monster. You yeah. know, so again. Let's see the Bullets win a big game against a quality team and let's see who they really are. Or are, are they what they've been showing us?
0: Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right, so uh, our next topic top performance. Uh, the vote is in and it is Daniel Hatch. Um, I mean, you know, you could always go with the guy who had the highest PPR, yeah. but that's kind of lazy. I think uh, you got to go with the eye test. And the eye test, to me, actually uh, coincided with the, the guy with the highest PPR this week, and that was actually Daniel. Daniel finished with uh, 38.8 PPR, 32 points, 13 rebounds, uh, 2 assists, and a steal. And he shot 14 for 20 from the field.
1: Downhill Danny, I mean, maybe finally he's starting to get the respect, I think, not from us, because we always knew Danny was a baller. Yeah. Uh, but I think from the rest of the league, I think people are starting to see it now. Yeah. Like, this dude's a, a problem. He is. Uh, and he's a tough matchup, and, and he's steady. No matter who he's matched up against, whether it's Howard, whether it's uh, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty consistently putting up these similar type of numbers. And we got to respect him. We yeah. gotta, You guys got to respect him. I think he does have to respect the league now. Doesn't say much. Yeah. He uh, don't you know, have a smile on his face much of the time, too. Yeah. He'll tap you on the butt after you hit him hard. Uh, you know, But he'll go out there and still put 30 on your head. Yeah. You know, downhill Danny. He, he gets busy. He does. So you got to respect
0: him. You and he, respect I think he leads the league in PPR, actually.
1: He's, he's been a monster, man. <laughs> he's been an absolute monster.
0: I mean, I mean listen, if you want to lead any Ultimate Hoops league in PPR, this is what you got to do. You got to, you got to, first of all, you got to get double-doubles. And yeah. you have to be super efficient, can't turn the ball over, and you have to play defense. Yeah. He does all three. Yeah. Well, all four, whatever many I just listed. I mean, dude is a monster. Yeah. Um, And Shelby,
1: quiet as kept. He had a triple-double. Yeah, he had a triple-double. Uh, a quiet triple-double. And let's be honest with you, he, he dominated the game. I not want to give him this much credit, but it was very John Stockton-like. Yeah, he wasn't even looking to score. No, it was just very, he just... He just controlled the game, similar to what you'll see a a great point guard do, like a, a, a Chris Paul or mm-hmm. John Stockton, uh, Isaiah Thomas. Where you know they, Jason Kidd. Where you know I mean right. Jason Kidds mm-hmm. have these. He used to mess up his triple dope sometimes because he'll have like nine points, like fifteen rebounds, and fifteen yeah. assists. So, yeah. Realize he didn't score. Oh man, yeah. I gotta score again. Yeah, I gotta score again. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean he had a very similar type game where he's rebounding, he's defending. He's an absolute matchup problem. He's drawing in defense, and then he's dropping the ball off. Like, he just – he dominated the game without – when you when you talk about somebody dominating the game using ultimate hoops, and you're thinking they had, like, a 35, 40-point game or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, he dominated the game. I think Mackey had one last year, too. But I think Mackey had, like, a twenty-twenty game, I think. Yeah, twenty-twenty. 20 points, 20 points, 20 assists. I think, yeah, those guys – And he wasn't trying to score. He wasn't trying to score. Like, he, he literally was
0: not trying to score.
1: yeah. And those guys, when I, and I say, think he led the team to score, <laughs> you, you could dominate the game without scoring or trying to score. I mean, that's that's big time. So big shout out to Shelby for what he was able to go out there and do.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, just a big win uh, overall for them. And so shout out to, uh, to Daniel uh, player of the week. And I'm sure uh, that will not be his best performance. Let's move on to our next topic. Alright, time for power rankings and predictions. I have posted uh, our opinions on that on on the website. So uh, if you care to look more in depth on that, you can also uh, check it out. So power rankings uh, this week. We want to start from the bottom to the top. Uh, The Monstars are at the bottom. Uh, Number five. Um, The Monstars have to be careful because... Like I said, there's only been one other team in the Houston uh, area that went winless, yeah. and it's tough. I mean, that team, that team was bad. Yeah. I believe the Monstars could have beat that team by mm, a good ten or fifteen points. Yeah. Only because we slowed the game down and not play. Now the, the Monstars, when we were scoring, um, was that last season? Yeah. We scored like hundred some yeah, points.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was scoring a bunch of points. Couldn't yeah. stop.
0: If we were, if we were playing like that. I believe we could blow them out. Yeah. Because their problem is like our problem, we can't score so they slow the game down. So, um, but you don't want to be a part of history in that way. Um, so you got to have some pride. It's the last game, it's the last game of the season. We're not playing week 8. We're not playing. So, I mean, it's just a matter of how you want to go out. You want to go out winless or you want to go out with some pride. Just go out with a team that at least got one win for the season.
1: Yeah. So, I have them five. I, I, of course, I got to agree with you. Um, Again, good enough to win the game. No doubt. This is their last week to try to win that one game. And they have the lucky us live. Undefeated. (laughs) And we are undefeated. And And winless. How the world of basketball works sometimes, if you're going to try to do it, why not do it against the best? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not do it against the best? So, we got the matchup uh, against uh, a legit, legit Lake Houston Live team that has looked, who, who are coming off a, pretty much a 30 point win last week against a team that we would consider a quality team in the Bullets. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I, w- I will give them credit. And I think they're gonna give Lake Houston a good game. Yeah. Now they're they're still fifth seed. They're still number five. They're out of there. They're not very good right now. This is their last week to try to try to get over that hump. <coughs> but I think they're I think they can do it.
0: Yeah, strangely, uh as good as defense that we played, uh we're still ranked last in uh points allowed. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, this is a defensively, this is a good season, obviously, for defense. We're giving up 77 points a game. That's not a lot. Yeah. And then you have Alliance giving up 76. You have the Bullets giving up 73. Wow. You have City Center Ballers. They're giving up 73 as well. And then Lake Houston Live is giving up. 69.8, Sixty nine point eight so about seventy. So no team is giving up over eighty points a game. Yeah.
1: No team giving up eighty points. And I think the top team right now is Lake Houston. They're only scoring eighty seven a game. I'm not saying only, but they're scoring eighty seven a game. Yeah. Wow, that margin of victory is ridiculous. By, by 18, 17, 18 points. <laughs> Plus minus ridiculous. Right now they're I would they look like they're dominating the league right now. Yeah. I mean, just flat out they look straight up like they're dominating the league. So
0: and they're ranked first in five out of six categories.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're dominating the league right now. <laughs> Who's going to beat them? Not to mention, they got, to their luck, they come back, and they got a six-seven guy on their team that who right. comes in, he's throwing down everything. Yeah. They're going to be a tough out. Now, they still have a point to prove because. So, wait, the youngster,
0: that's the one you was talking about? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh man, he was beating everything too. Yeah. He had five blocks.
1: Yeah, he had five blocks. He had like five dunks. Uh,
0: he just and you know what? I like him because he's like locked in too. He's like he doesn't really show a lot of emotion, but he's like he's very disciplined defensively.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this is our, our new guy. Uh, Damn, he's six. Yeah, he is six seven for legit, sure. Yeah, he's legit six <laughs> seven. He's for uh, sure. I mean, you know, uh, Big Quincy. Yeah, Trammell new guy on the team. Yeah. So, they not only are they good, they might have just gotten better.
0: Yeah. It, it's, That's more, they added more defense. Yeah. I
1: mean, they're going to be a tough out, man. They're going to mm. be a tough out. And mm. everybody's going to to step their game up. Mm. Now, with all that being said, they got to prove it in the playoffs. Yeah. They they have yet to kind of completely get over their hump and prove it in the playoffs. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see what happens, man.
0: Okay. Um, so, my my fourth uh, team in the power rankings is going to be Alliance. Um, basically, the 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 power rankings right now hasn't really changed. Um, if, if you look at the standings, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to do that typically, but I mean, the way the stretch of basketball has gone the last couple of weeks, that's what it is. So um, I'm just going to by we're going by record because it's, it's not really close. It's kind of spread out. Yeah. Um, and the way the the, the final weeks uh, shape out, week seven, week eight, you got teams that season is ending on week seven, and then everyone else. Yeah. Uh well you got two that's ended on week seven, huh? Just one. Just one? Just yeah. us? Yeah, just you uh yeah. you yeah, I'll be the only one. Everybody else does the four teams play weekend. It's four teams, that's right, that's why. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so um so yeah. Um I got Alliance. I you know what? Alliance, I believe, um
1: they're the team that nobody wants to play right now. Absolutely not. And that's why I might even even though they got the, uh, bullets got one point win over you guys, mm-hmm. they got destroyed by Lake Houston, where I would almost be close to putting the lines at three and and and, and uh, the bullets at four, um, just off based off. They only be chopped by one as well, just like the bullets only be chopped by one, but they lost to City Center, who's one of the top two teams, by one. As well, and they were leading the majority of the game, whereas the Bullets Mm -hmm. got absolutely destroyed by Lake Houston. So they're the team on the look, they're defending champ. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. That's the old saying by Rudy Tom They've been a little disgruntled, Uh, they've been a little unhappy uh, about. Things that are going on in the league. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're, they're a champion that's been disrespected. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to be a champ that's disrespected. All that being said, I think, like you said, they're not a team you want to play. I think they will come to that they'll turn it up a little bit in the playoffs. We've seen that playoff intensity. Mm-hmm. It turns up. Uh, games, you where know, there were 30, 25, 30-point 30 blowouts. In the playoffs, those are five-point games. Yeah. You know, so a battle-tested team like that, I don't think anybody really wants any part of that. Yeah. So uh, we'll see, man. They're, they're going to be a tough out. They're scary. I got to pose a question real quick. Uh uh-uh. oh. So, let's say
0: the seating is what it is right now. Right. One, four, two, three. Does Lake Houston want to see them in the first round, in the, in the semifinals?
1: They are the Lake Houston crutch. They've knocked out Lake Houston by one point the last two, years, two seasons in the playoffs. Of course, Lake Houston doesn't want to see them in the first <laughs> round. Now, No matter what Lake Houston says, no yeah. matter how confident they so-called are, yeah. they do not want to see them in the first round of the playoffs where they have to win to get to the championship. hmm I'm just being honest with you, man. I don't think they want to see him. And this is no disrespect to Lake Houston. But they've been knocked out by this same team twice yeah. the last two seasons.
0: And the way they looked last week against City Center, who's arguably the hottest team, in the second hottest team in the league to them. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. That's, just, that's just That might be like wrong place, wrong time
1: situation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they it, it, always say you just got to get in. When you get in, it's a whole new season. Yeah.
0: And like I said, Alliance right now is playing with house money. Yeah. That's actually what I coined the uh, the Cypress uh, article, playing with house money. Yeah. Alliance is playing with house money. Yeah. Because they're in the playoffs. They're in
1: the playoffs. There's,
0: there's, listen, there's no home court advantage. Yeah. All seeding is in this is who you going to play. There you go. So, so that's a team, and I'm telling you. Yeah. It, it, it's eh. – the Scary. four seed, the four seed, knocking out the one seed, that would hurt.
1: Scary, man. But, again, I think that they tell you about the balance of this league as well, too, though. Um, like, I, I've, I've just stated that I think Hughes like, has been dominant. They right? have, though. They really uh, have. But, you know, they've been kind of catching teams at the right time too. Yeah. So
0: that's why, that's why I feel bad for them because I'm like, y'all need to be tested. I would rather y'all, instead of just coasting and getting in the playoffs undefeated on your high horse, and then come yeah. in, and get slapped in the mouth.
1: Yeah, then you are out of there. Yeah, because yeah, then you uh, you haven't been there. Right, it's one thing. I uh, think they happened to, Was that, Kentucky when they had Big Cat. Yeah, and of those all guys, of them. And they basically went thirty and zero throughout that season, mm-hmm. smacking people around. Yeah, and then they played Wisconsin in the final four. Wisconsin got them, and Wisconsin didn't get them because I think they just hadn't had that level of adversity. Yeah. Uh, throughout the season, so we'll see, man. Um, Obviously, you you would have to make Lacy like Houston the favorite. Yeah, uh, just based on what we've seen from both teams. But I would give them
0: I, on my spread. I would say about I give them a two and a half points. Yeah, two and a half points. Yeah,
1: I mean I think you have to just out of respect of what they're doing. Yeah, because you have to respect what they're doing. But you got to respect the de- back to back defending champs, too. So respect the back back defending champ. So. Yeah. It'll
0: be a nice clash if it happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, like I said, we don't know what's going to happen. The Bullets could drop their last two and – I mean,
1: the way they look
0: – Wait, back, what's the – let me see what the matchup <laughs> is. Uh, we'll, we'll move into to the Bullets now. Uh, the Bullets, I have them number three. Um, like I said, the Bullets, their whole season is uh, contingent on if Dante shows up. Cool, <laughs> clearly. And Austin. I mean, if those two are not going to be there, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah. It's going to be very, very tough. Okay, the Bullets played Alliance. Oh, yeah, they smacked them around. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, but they play them the last one, though. Mm-hmm. They play them at the last, the last game of the season. So if they split, what we do, margin of victory? We will definitely. If they're going
1: to split, we will definitely going, probably do margin of victory. They, they they, go, that uh, means they'd have to win by 25. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's possible. Look, the way I, they played last week, you you just gotta look. You gotta win, and look, the bullets don't have it easy. They got city center this week. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. And that's gonna be tough. And then they backdoor and have alliance the week after that, who we we're speaking pretty highly of. Yeah. So this is alliance coming off of a, a a bye week, so yeah. that they'll be well rested. They'll be fresh. They'll be fresh, and they know they need to win their game. Yeah. so you might be playing an angry alliance team. So. But then again, I mean, we say
0: that, but maybe Alliance doesn't want to win. Maybe they want to lose. Maybe they want to play that number one team. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, look, they have that number you in never, the playoffs. You never know. You know they have that number in not the saying,
0: not saying that they duck in City Center because they're not ducking City Center because those games have been epic. Yeah. Yeah, they're not ducking them. It's not like they've been dominated by City Center. There's been one-point wins each time. Yeah. So they're not ducking City Center, but maybe – just maybe, maybe they might want that. They might want that undefeated monster. They might want them. So uh we'll see. Okay. Uh number two. Uh I have City Center. I got City Center number two. Um City Center, as we mentioned, probably the second hottest team in the league. And arguably the hottest team in the league, if you if we're speaking in terms of them having their full team. They have not lost with their full cast no, of characters. No, not
1: at all. And uh I mean they're tough, man and they're going to continue to be tough. And look. Can't nobody check Edward. I mean, uh, Emmanuel. And, uh, Emmanuel, Dan, Brandon as well. Yeah. You got Emmanuel and Brandon. Then you got Jalen slash Edward um, <laughs> out there. They have, they create some terrible matchups for teams. And they don't need to overlook the Bullets this week. But that week eight game may be for the number one seed against, uh, yeah. against Lake Houston. So that. That'll be a huge game going into the last game, a game that I really want to see. Actually. Yeah,
0: if the Monstars are able to beat uh Lake Houston, and then uh, City Center is able to beat the Bullets, then the last week is going to be yeah going to determine if they're number one, or number two.
1: Yeah, It'd be crucial. Yeah, It'd definitely be crucial. So, yeah, I I I, I can't wait. I'm actually excited about these last two weeks. Me too. Uh, I mean, the gauntlet season is over. We no. finally got through the gauntlet season. Some bumps and bruises mm-hmm. uh, through that. Um, everybody doesn't like the gauntlet, but, you know, everybody, it tests you. Everybody had the experience it. Everybody had to experience it, and it te- you're tested. Uh, so, big time. And now, you know, you're playing guys head-to-head, one-on-one. We'll see what happens. Uh, and definitely going with our number one team, as you have spoken of. Yeah. Uh, Lake Houston Live. Definitely number one for the power rangers. Hey, I mean, if you look at that number, they look dominant. Um they look dominant, and they will, I think, continue to look dominant probably this week. Uh, so they're going to beat the crap out of the monsters. The Monstars need to win. <laughs> the monsters <laughs> need to win badly. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, if we're going by numbers, if we're going by what we've seen, I mean, Lake Houston. Your eyes don't lie, man. I mean, you know, Lake Houston probably takes it. Yeah. And we'll see, man. I, I think more so for them. They just need to play well. I think sometimes you get caught up in, and uh, who's on the schedule, and you mm-hmm. kind of it takes you away from what you what you're doing, what you're doing well. Yeah. And so more than anything else, I think they need to play well. I think they need to get make sure Cody's playing well yeah. going into the playoffs. Make sure An- Anthony's on track going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Make sure uh, DJ's still gelling with the team well. Mm-hmm. Then they got the new big fella in, but make sure he's gelling. Keep forgetting about him. Well. Yeah, you know. So. <laughs> He's uh, yeah, a problem. I, again, so I think more than anything else, I think when you play teams like that. What about Eddie? Is Eddie going to come back this week? I'm, I'm assuming so. He's missed two weeks now, so I'm assuming he'll be back this week. So, okay. we'll see. Um, Yeah, Lake
0: Houston, Uh, definitely my number one. Um, this is their best season Uh, yeah. since last season, uh, 6-0. and uh, Their best start in franchise history. <laughs> um they've never started 6 and 0. Uh the second best start in for any team uh in Champions League history. Uh next to New Era, they started off 8 and 0. Yeah. Um they also have a, a shot a crack at history. Uh if they were able to run the table in the regular season and win their first playoff game matchup, they would break the record previously held by New Era and um and set a new record for nine straight. Nine straight. And yeah. the best I believe you can well, no, it depends on how many teams they are. Because the playoffs can go it can go three, four weeks depending on how many teams it is yeah, if you have a big big league, indeed, then yeah. yeah, uh you could probably get eleven twelve wins in a season, depending on that, but um I like this team, man, I mean, you know, uh they got some great pieces it just it just like you said, if with all that talent is it all gonna gel together when it matters in the playoffs can they can they seize the moment this time? Uh, and 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 don't have any hiccups uh, in the later stages of the game because yeah. that's what's been their Achilles heel the last couple of seasons. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And uh, I can just remember Duke driving to the basket, dropping off the sweat, Oof. and putting them out in the summer. Come back in the fall, uh, you know, they missing a three at the end, mm-hmm. being down one, With the ball rolled, it hit every. They almost of the rim. won the championship right there. Yeah, and hit every piece of the rim and decided to come out. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know if they're feeling any pressure. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there is some pressure there, you know. You don't want to be known as a team that can't win the big one or that's a choke, yeah. you know. And so, they're, they're kind of in that position, I think they want to definitely get over that hump.
0: Okay. Um, so, we have uh, predictions. I do want to go over those quickly before we move on uh, to the next segment. Uh, so, season Center Ballers versus the Bullets. I do not have my predictions in front of me. So, with that being said, we're going to move on to our next segment so I can be completely accurate. All right. All righty, so... My predictions. Uh, City Center Ballers uh, versus the Bullets. I believe that this game is going to be close. Um, I believe... Of course, this all depends on if Dante shows up. Everything's always depending on if he shows up. Um, speaking of Dante, I'm looking at him right now. There you go. <laughs> Here's the man. He's always around, <laughs> except for at the game. Right. We need you here. Um, but right now, the way even if Dante was to come back, you know he hasn't been back in a while. So I don't know if the chemistry is going to all the way be there, because they're not going to be used to smart passes coming their way. Right. <laughs> high IQ being on the floor. Uh, I believe that plays uh, a factor. And uh, I'm going to give the edge to City Center. i say City Center wins by three. I'm going to say 84
1: to 81. I'm going to go. Yeah. I want to see Dante back. Because, again, I want to see the best against the best. Yeah. Brandon's back this week. Yeah. Obviously. Dante uh, versus
0: twin. Twin. I'd love to see Uh, that matchup.
1: Edward Jalen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those guys. Yeah, I can see some heat. Yeah. Uh,
0: why not sweat? Kinda. I think I think I gotta change that hashtag, man. After last week, <laughs> <laughs> might have changed that. No, no disrespect, sweat. Like,
1: yeah, I that. sweat had Shaq in the fool moment last week. There was, uh, that was a. was
0: highly entertaining. <laughs> I was right. I saw it right in front of me too. I was like, yo,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what in the world?
1: Shout out, sweat, for being a good sport about Uh... But, yeah, just based off matchup, potentially a monster game between the Bullets and the Ballers. Mm. Um, And I'm going to go with City Center, though. Higher team, playing with a little bit more edge. Mm -hmm. Um, But, again, that all changes. if Dante shows up and plays well. Not to mention, you know, they've missed the shooting of Brandon as well the last couple weeks, so. I think that will be a big deal, too, yeah. uh, getting him back there out there, getting another shooter out there. Uh, so, we'll definitely see what happens. Um, but big game, and like you said, I'm going to go with City Center. Games have actually been kind of low scoring for whatever reason. Right. Uh, I think week one they had some high scoring games, but since then it's been kind of in the 70s. Uh, so, but I'm going to go ahead and give uh, City Center 80-75. to 75.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. And a, and a play just came to my mind. Uh, Marcus Camby, uh, he was trying to dunk, and I think he couldn't hold on to the rim, <laughs> fell off, and hurt him. He actually hurt himself. Yeah, he, he actually, got, was hurt. He actually yeah. got injured.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't actually laugh when sweat first fell. <laughs> I didn't laugh either. I was like, "Yo, you all right?" Yeah, but he he like popped up real fast, like yeah. uh, Blue Pop Popeye or something, <laughs> just popped <laughs> straight <laughs> off the ground and started running down the floor. <laughs> so. Shout to sweat man, you know, getting up and running back on defense.
0: After, yeah, you know, after a blooper like that. Right. I mean, shoot the monsters. I've mean, been plays, but we haven't ran back on defense, and we wouldn't fall off <laughs> off a off a miss dunk. So, okay. Um, all right. The next game, the monsters and Lake Houston Live. Now, I've already spoke with DJ uh, after the game. I told him, I said, "Listen, man, I'm not going winless. So, um, I don't care how y'all feel about that." really doesn't bother me. I'm putting it out there. We're going to win next week. And it's nothing about, you know, it's nothing against Lake Houston and their undefeated, you know, record that they're trying to go for. You know, I'm I'm all for that. If they are to get past us, I would like to actually like to see that, uh, to see someone go 8-0 again. That'd be great. That'd be great for the league. But uh, our record is at stake here. Yeah. We have a chance of setting history as well, not in a good way. So... Uh, I'm going Monstars. I say we uh I say we win not super comfortably, but I think we win. I'm gonna say 76 to 70. Yeah. Uh I know you know better than to pick us again. You said you, <laughs> you you said after you picked us last time and we didn't come through.
1: But you was almost right.
0: Yeah.
1: You was almost right. Uh I'm gonna put it like this. There's history on both sides of this. Mm-hmm. There's obvious history, recent history that shows that you guys aren't good enough to win, to mm-hmm. beat this team, and that the Lake Houston is good enough to beat anybody, mm-hmm. which your records show. You guys are 0-7. Mm-hmm. Lake Houston 6-0. Uh, but there's also long-term history that doesn't have anybody going undefeated in the Champions League. Uh, and someone takes an L. At uh, some point. At some point. Sooner or later. Sooner or later. And I to be honest with you, I don't remember – Anybody not getting a win in the Champions League either. Right. Over this history, too. So Even as bad as we were last season. Yeah. And the year before. And, and so, if I'm going based off the long term history or the short term history, I'm going to try to say the long term history. I'm going to say you guys are not going to go without a win. Right. And I'm going to say that Lake Houston is going to go, going to take an L at some point. Uh, it may not be this week, it could be next week. But I'm gonna just stick with the long-term history of the league and say you guys get to win, and they take their first L because nobody goes undefeated, and no one goes without a win. No one goes winless. That's that's true. But you know, uh, like I say, in the short-term history, showing that those got are six and zero and been dominant, and you yeah. guys are zero seven and haven't played well. Had some moments, but had some moments, unable to finish. But like I said, I'm going go with the long-term history of the league. Uh, it might be lightning in
0: a I don't believe we're an on and a team, though. I just yeah, don't.
1: Yeah. You guys, are, you guys are not an O and A team. I think you guys go play. No disrespect to anybody, but one of those leagues in Arizona, you guys are get a win, right? If not multiple wins, oh, absolutely. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm no disrespect to, to that league. I don't but, care who's listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Uh,
1: but you know, and I think other leagues in the past too. I think uh, even around the Houston area, you guys wouldn't have wouldn't be going whatever. I think it's just very competitive. Yeah, it is very competitive. Cypress League, uh,
0: there are two teams. Yeah. Cypress Elite and Free Agents. We'll be both of them. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
1: See. So.
0: Like, uh, it's, I'm, I have no doubt, especially with, <laughs> especially with, if we bring Hunt in there. Yeah. Oh, man, stop it.
1: Shout out to Cypress, by the way. Uh,
0: I love them, though, but they got some good, they got the, the other two teams, though. Yeah. um Free and, and Grim Reapers. Yeah. I, don't yeah. I don't think we can beat them. Yeah. I don't think we can beat them. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. But those other two teams, nah, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: So, okay, Drag them. You guys are going to be on a bad part of history, but I don't think that necessarily shows how bad you guys are. I think it's just it's just been a very competitive league. We have a ton of new players and newcomers that have come in and they've contributed and, and look good.
0: And X will be back next week.
1: And X will be back next week. So, for well, this week. Yeah. I'll be back this week. So, I'm a. I've never pick you guys game, but I'm getting caught up in the moment here. i am go with the history saying that no one's going to undefeated. Well, New Era went undefeated last season, but they took an L in the first round of playoffs. Playoffs count. Yeah, so uh, I am say that they're going to take that L, and you guys will get their first dub. Okay. We'll see.
0: Alright, uh, let's move on to our next segment. Alright, time for our top matchups of the week. So, City Center Ballers will be playing the Bullets. Uh, I have a couple. Uh, the first one that comes to mind for me is uh, is Emmanuel and Dante, if he's coming. That will be in the most interesting matchup uh, of the night right there. Dante is a solid, uh, solid defender. Emmanuel has gotten lightning quick. Yep. I don't know where that's come from. Uh, well, actually, I do. He kind of shed share a little light on us for it. He's been training uh, with Rashad Lewis. So, I mean, he trained with an NBA pro, I could see, you know. He's going to get you right. So, um, yeah, that's where our, uh, Emmanuel, uh, it, it, it's definitely been shown. It's, it's transferred right over to the league. Um, I'm just trying to imagine that because Emmanuel can finish at the rim. Dante is extremely strong. And Emmanuel is a dead-eye shooter. Dante is extremely smart.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's just, man. It's an exciting matchup, man. It is. Uh, two of, obviously, two of the better players in all of the league. Probably in all of the league, ultimate hoops, Houston, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going toe-to-toe, head-to-head. Uh, kind of gets the juices flowing, man. It actually makes you, you really want to see what happens. Um, Emmanuel was dominant last week against two very good defenders in Mackie and Brian and seeing him go up against Dante, who's smart, crafty, and I mean he's been unguardable for the last three seasons here at uh at Champions location. So mm. I don't see anybody stopping Dante. Uh but I don't see anybody stopping uh Twin either. So it's gonna be very interesting to say the least uh and what's gonna happen and uh, see who's going to be the more dominant uh, player coming out of all this. So, it's, it's a wait and see. Uh, we'll, we'll, I, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I want to see
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Now my second matchup Uh-oh. is Brandon versus whoever they <laughs> Um I, I know Brandon and, you know, kind got a little bad blood from the summer. <laughs> um that was probably the most, one of the most classic moments in here. <laughs> uh, Brandon and 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 Kai getting into a a skirmish, yeah. a kerfuffle, a brouhaha. <laughs> the list goes on. Um But then you also have Bryce. Bryce a little bit more he's he's he's, he's I think he's more athletic and more big enough for the challenge. challenge yeah. Uh because Bryce can get off the ground easy too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh yeah, I think Bryce is a little bit more. Uh, can be physical. And like I said, athletically, he could probably handle Brandon yeah. a little bit better. But I will say about the Bullets, they got a lot of guys throw at him. Yeah. They got Bryce. They got Kai. They got Sweat. Uh, <clears throat> so they, they, they have a lot of guys you can throw at Brandon and maybe even wear him down. Uh, we've never seen him worn down. but No, he doesn't <laughs> get worn He's a machine. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> like Terminator out there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, he's. Uh, they have a lot of bodies to throw at him, so it might be more of that of a, of, a, of a triangle of bodies to throw at Brandon to see if they can slow the big fella down. But you know, like I said before, he missed his last couple of weeks. He he's on the MVP pace, um, so let's see if he can kind of regain that form against a very formidable front court.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, now the last. Uh, the last. Game of the night that night will be uh the Monsters on Lake Houston Live. There's there's actually quite a few that you could choose from. Um uh, yeah. you can pretty much pick your litter on this one. Um so for starters, um heck I got it written down right here. So Daniel. Uh-huh. I mean Daniel's a matchup problem. Yeah, he's just period. It's a, a problem. So uh I don't know who's gonna match up with him. Um I guess Cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh Cliff is smart enough, uh, but Cliff has to be disciplined enough to actually get back every single time because Daniel likes to run. Yeah. He likes to run and he, he, he downhill he, Daniel, that's what he is. You
1: wouldn't think it, but yeah. He <laughs> He loves to run. He loves to run and when he gets to going downhill and running the floor, yeah. he's being unstoppable. He, he's a problem, man. Yeah. That might be downhill Danny the problem. That may need to add that to his name. Yeah. <laughs> <The problem. laughs>
0: yeah, he's he's definitely been a problem. Um, okay, Shelby and Andrew. Um, that's gonna be tough too. Yeah, I think that's the most exciting matchup. Those two, uh, right. two long uh, athletic guys. Um, Shelby not so much high flying. He plays you know kind of below the rim. He can dunk. I mean I've seen him dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he plays more below the rim, more finesse game. But Andrew's a high flyer. He can jump uh, out the gym. Uh, he hasn't really been dunking that much this season. Uh, but in the summertime, he was flying. Right. Yeah, he was. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, f- it's so, uh, it's gonna be a uh, length and 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 athletic uh, athletic physicality. I, I like that matchup. Uh, yeah. I would put it like this: if if he can't contain Shelby, mm-hmm. you guys have no shot. Yeah, just plain and simple. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Think, I think it's just gonna, it, has, it has to be a a level of c- containment. It's, it has to kind of be, you know. Uh, I think they're kind of similar in size and build. But he has to be able to contain. He, he can't go back and forth with them. They don't need to be even in that way. Mm-hmm. But he needs to kind of take Shelby away from yeah. what Lake Houston does. You know, so I, 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 we'll, we'll definitely see what happens with Mr. Hunt. But, uh, you know, he has to contain Shelby and still be able to get his and do what he does. So yeah. we'll see what happens.
0: Okay. Um, Anthony and Marquise. Um, I think that's going to be interesting in a number of ways. Um, Marquise has been known to draw a foul here and there. <laughs> um, now, Anthony, also one of the highest IQs in this league. absolutely Off the charts, uh, as IQ goes, you have to stay disciplined on Anthony. You have to be glued in at all times. He will burn you from a three-point line. And if you run too hard at him on the closeout – He'll go he'll slip by, he'll sneak by you, and then he'll, you know, he's not necessarily looking to score when he's going to the basket. He's looking for the open man, but he can score. He can get a floater here and there. He can get an easy lay-in. But he's looking to make that assist right there. Yeah. Uh right off the right off of breaking down the defense. Um Marquise has to be up to the challenge on that one. Absolutely. Um that's a tough, tough matchup because like he can literally burn you like in a like a quick heart, he can get put up fifteen. In five shots. That means he makes five
1: threes in a row. Yeah. So I, I remember him uh specifically I'll say in the semifinal, uh mm-hmm. in the Fall League. Uh them losing Anthony in transition mm-hmm. and then losing Anthony running the baseline and him draining like three threes in a row, boom, boom, boom. boom yeah. Game over. Yeah. I, I I specifically remember that. I also remember him playing the bullets earlier this season. Uh same situation. Yeah. I kinda lose him. Don't know where he is. Then all of a sudden boom, boom, game over. he yeah. he'll, he burns you and puts the game away yeah. with, with big threes yeah. uh at, at the end of the game and just off you being undisciplined and not, not finding him. Yeah. Uh so and I don't know how you don't find him, he's six six, six yeah. seven, you know, over two hundred plus pounds. Uh and you know, and, and guys tend to leave him and find him and He's just, no, I could just see him just spotting up for a three in a close game and burning you guys Uh solid. I mean, that will be huge. That will be huge. Just make sure you can find him and keep a body on him. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, all right. The last matchup of the night, um, this is the rematch. <laughs> this is uh, DJ and X. Now, yeah. I don't know if X is going to be guarding DJ. Yeah. But from my understanding, DJ is supposed to guard him. Mm. That's from my understanding. Mm. Now, um, I mean, the last time, clearly X got the best of him. Yeah. They won the game. Granted, they won the game. But X hit him up for like 37. Yeah.
1: Probably X's best game of the season. Yeah, easily his best game think of the he season. he had 37. He had close to – did he almost have close to a triple double that game
0: too? Yeah, it was close. He yeah. was flirting with it. Yeah. Um. Now, also, um, DJ has been outspoken. For the second time on the uh, on the interview, he said he's not going to do any talking. He said he's just going to go out there and play. Um, that in itself is talking. Yeah. Uh, he said he doesn't just, he just want to entertain uh, that matchup, but uh, he's going to go out and play. Can't help himself. He, he can't help himself. Yeah, I, I mean, <sighs> it's, that, it is what it is. I, I believe that um, that's, that's kind of playing with fire because X – uh, X listens to the podcast. X, I don't believe he feeds into the nonsense, the one-on-one matchups. X just goes out there and play ball. He's going to play his game. So if if it was beef, uh, he didn't know about it.
1: You know, he, X is going to
0: play regardless. He's, he's not changing his game. Yeah. Um, it's, now, if, if DJ entertains that matchup, that could be a I don't I you know what I don't believe that first of all they, they got too many good players on Lake Houston I don't believe Anthony would allow that uh, for him to get into make it personal yeah. and get into a matchup war uh, with X um, I don't care if you make two shots in a row you got to play play sound basketball he's not going for that I know for a fact Anthony's not going for that um, I just think it's a little dangerous uh, to do that um, yeah. especially against the Monsters who've been playing well uh, the last couple of weeks um, you give them some confidence in this game. They get up in this game. Um, you might not be able to come back from him. Like you say, the monster slowed the game down.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Big shot making for X. Uh, it's been so sold this season, but he's capable. Still averaging 22. He's still averaging 22 a game. He's very capable scorer. Uh, like I said, I don't think X even knew last time that he was in the marquee matchup and was getting busy. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> And I think DJ has revenge on his mind. I think mm-hmm. he knows the X maybe gotten the best of him because we told him that. Yeah, we told him. Uh, and so I think he definitely has a point to prove. I also
0: told him he's not a defender. You <laughs> also told him he's not <laughs> a defender.
1: So look, add a little more chip on that shoulder of his yeah, yeah. Uh, going in because he, he feels like he needs to be respected, which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, man. I, I definitely think it's going to be intriguing. Um, hopefully, neither one of them to will get too caught up in it and, and, yeah. and play their games. But it definitely could result from some def- definite fireworks. Yeah. So I- I'm excited to see it. Like I said, I'm excited to see this week in general, man. I think it's two legit, legit matchups that can definitely be some fireworks. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully nothing too dangerous.
0: Okay, let's move on uh, to our next topic. All right. Um now for our next topic, we have uh the MVP conversation. This will be our our alternate uh topic that we'll talk about. Uh I have my MVP race down uh to 3 players currently. Now, there's 2 weeks left, so anything can change. Yeah. Uh but currently constructed, uh I have these 3 players. I have Downhill Daniel who leads the league in PPR. Mm. I have Shelby who is having quiet as kept uh one of his better seasons, yeah. uh efficient wise. I think he's uh he might be top in field goal percentage mm-hmm. in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I could double check on that. And then third, no longer to be disrespected, Mr. Emmanuel White. Yeah. Those are my three. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, those guys have been the most consistent guys. Uh been here, played every game, and um uh, showed out. Uh, I think Emmanuel is a late Bloomer, I think he kind of just jumped into the uh, MVP conversation with his performance last week, mm-hmm. had a big situation playing and defending champs. and go out there and dominate the game the way he did against two premier defenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think he put himself into the conversation. Uh, Shelby and Danny have been uh, steady throughout and looked amazing throughout. And those are been our top guys uh dark horse uh definitely probably have put uh big Fellow brandon right there as a darker uh dark horse candidate going to these last two weeks i mean if he has two monster games against two quality teams these last two weeks he'll be back in there yeah, he'll be right back <laughs> in it so uh yeah we're definitely looking forward to these final two weeks and see who kind of gets pushed over the top uh going forward it'll be big two big games yeah um
0: Yeah, it's really not really much. I got to expound on that. Um, I have, I pretty much have uh, all the awards uh, in line. Uh, Our newcomer award, um, I'm not going to give out a preview yet on that yet. And uh, the MVP, uh, we just disclosed that. And like we said, there could be more to be added. Uh, Defensive MVP, I'm going to keep that under wraps. And uh, most improved, I'm going to keep that uh, under wraps as well. So, uh, all right. Those are my MVP picks. Uh, Anybody disagrees with that, feel free to comment. If you feel like I'm snubbing you, uh, feel free to comment uh, in the comment section. Uh, Let's move on to our last topic of the night. All right, our last topic of the night, uh, our movie review. Uh, This one's going to be a goodie. We're going to go with uh, a classic, classic film, uh, Above the Rim. Yes, sir. Now, Above the Rim is always been uh, a fan favorite. It's definitely been one of my favorite. Uh It's filled uh, with so many great actors, uh, starting with, let's address the biggest star in the movie. I, I'd say the biggest star is Tupac.
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely, and, uh, well, I ain't to say it was a coming out party for him, because he had Juice before that, and mm-hmm. Juice, he was amazing on Juice. But, uh, I mean, the guy can really act, man. You yes. Know, stole the show a uh, times. I think, uh, <laughs> I think his versatility as an actor, it was shown, just the fact that how, how he was a very charming, good guy, start the movie off, mm-hmm. and became uh, the main uh, antagonist yeah. by the end of the movie. Yeah, he a villain. Yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> so I think the way, the way you kind of jump from protagonist to antagonist, mm-hmm. uh, it says a lot about you. It's like a, in like a wrestling, having a heel turn, you know, being a good guy to a bad guy, mm-hmm. uh, which he kind of did similar to doing Juice, but uh, definitely... Uh, stole the show uh, probably throughout the movie. Uh, some of the bigger parts of the movie. And, uh, I mean, he has some, like, low-key big actors in it. Uh, yeah, Considering yeah. they had Tupac. Then you look at Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. had some uh, scene-stealing yeah, uh <laughs> Absolutely. Parts. Uh, Marlon Wayans Marlon Waynes, you know what I'm saying we've seen what Marlon Waynes has become over the uh, years mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I missed somebody Dwayne Martin Dwayne Martin he's a, he's a star, star he's the star of the movie Yeah. and obviously Tommy Shepard uh, Leon, Leon yeah. uh, <laughs> who obviously has had some big and key roles uh, throughout the 90s mm-hmm. uh, late 80s and 90s so uh, definitely had some some key 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 uh, people in their cast and uh, it was a great movie yeah, I always noticed, uh, too, uh, the guy who played Montrose, uh, the, the, the white guy that Kyle kind of matches up against, uh, who's so Eric Neese? Of, yeah, yeah, that's Eric knees And it's funny, that's the guy, I think people didn't know, that was the guy off the, the original uh, Real World. He's on, yeah. He was on the original season of Real World. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But when you look at him, yeah, New York. Yeah, when you look at him though, he actually could hoop. Like he, yeah, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and you look at him. I was like, wait a minute. And when my sister told me, hey, that's Eric Niez, because she watched stuff uh, back then. I had no idea. And then I Mm -hmm. went back and looked. I was like, yo, that really is him. Mm -hmm. But he actually got game, and it makes sense because a lot of people don't know this. That's Jack Nice, the ex-NBA referee. Right. That's his son. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, he actually had a little game. He was busting Kyle up on, the, on that part of the movie. Uh, yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, he was getting busy on Kyle. Uh, and kind of getting before you get into it, the basketball is really good in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. That's
0: what I was going to say. So, let's talk about the basketball. Um, the basketball, for sure, uh, was impressive. Uh, Dwayne Martin, as we know, he can hoop. Yeah. Uh,
1: Leon, no man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Leon got some game too. Yeah, and at first I remember watching it uh, as a kid. I was like, oh, he could really play. Then I remember getting older and watching. It. I'm like, you know what? Let me go back and look at it again. Yeah. I'm just sure I was a kid watching. Well, I was younger watching it. I'm like, so I probably wasn't catching on the stuff. Yeah. But i was sitting there looking at his jump shot. Yeah, nice his little follow pull through, up. Nice little his pull elbows. up. Elbows. I was like, yo, he could play a little bit, and you can see his dunks. Yeah. They were real dunks. They weren't like. Shot like you know, Wood Harrison done some white man can't jump. It's like they take it from one shot to another shot. No, mm-hmm. he was like going up there and throwing that thing down, man. Like Leon got, had some real game, man. He had the pretty finger rolls at the rim. Mm-hmm. Like he had some real game. And obviously, Dwayne Martin, uh, you know, he tried off for the Knicks. He made the Knicks, I think, for a little bit before B. Yeah. Uh in the street scenes, they had a couple of street ball legends actually playing. Got uh, the cat that they played against him called Speedy. He's actually a real. James Williams. Yeah, he's a real New York uh, Mm -hmm. streetball legend. Uh, So the basketball was some legit
0: hooping.
1: Yeah. They were letting those guys get out
0: of here, man. Yeah. um, uh, Now, what was you? I'm going to say this. What was your favorite uh, scene in the movie?
1: Probably. Well, there's 16 million in this movie, too. Oh, no, just besides the the flat out um just basketball aspect when they're playing in the street, mm-hmm. probably uh <laughs> uh flip, uh Bernie Mac, uh him playing Kyle one on one. Yeah. One on one. And uh he kicks Kyle in the butt <laughs> and tell us to play for some bonks. Yeah. Uh, and poor Kyle jumps on him. That that was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah, Bernie Mac's absolutely hilarious Yeah. at that part. Uh, just some of the stuff he was saying, I can't say it. Of but course. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it, it was, it was some, some really good comedy. Then he comes in, Tupac eventually comes in, talks about Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was some good stuff right there by Bernie Mac, the genius of Bernie Mac, the comedy. And sticking to the basketball, you can see... That they want the basketball to be so good and true mm-hmm. that they didn't have Tupac touch the ball not one time in the movie because they were like, he can't hoop for he it. He cannot. Yeah, so he's not going to ever take a jump shot. <laughs> he's not going to ever dribble the ball. Nothing. You just be birdie on the sideline yeah. being crazy. like But you only need to touch the ball not once yeah. in the movie. And he did not touch the ball. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, think to his credit because he
0: knows his limitations. Yeah. <laughs> um So my favorite. <laughs> Just about every scene that Wood Harris was in. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> For no me, talk. he was hilarious. Like, your classic yeah. uh, Ron Artest, he's the, the rough-it-up guy. He he yeah. wasn't even playing basketball. he wasn't playing basketball. Yeah, he wasn't playing I don't basketball. know what he was doing. <laughs> he was just like, I'm going to foul you, and, and then
1: what? Yeah, he, he, did, was, <laughs> he was straight thugging the whole on movie. the basketball court. <laughs> Outside the court and on the court. Man. Yeah, he, he was... Uh, yeah, you're right. Every part of Will Harris there, he was nuts. <laughs> he, was. he was absolutely nuts. I mean. He, he goofed uh, it up the whole time. And another thing too, the 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 cast names were absolutely. God awful. Oh my goodness. Had Birdie, Motar, Boogaloo. Boogaloo <laughs> Flip. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely the best name on the whole movie was Kyle Watson. That's a pretty regular name. But everybody else's name was absolutely terrible. Everybody else got nicknames. Yeah, and I am thinking like, is that what they thought that black people called each other or something? <laughs> like I just not. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, they had some absolutely terrible names. Stars. Like, you know, it just speedy ship. Yeah, it just they, they have some absolutely terrible names on the movie. Uh, yeah. But besides that, though, like I say, the, the basketball is excellent. Definitely a cult classic. It's definitely the Oscars for last night. Definitely was going to an Oscar or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It's a classic hood movie, <laughs> but classic hood movie and great basketball scenes and I mean good acting by. Uh, I mean, anything we we kind of take it away, but they actually have some good actors in it. Though. Absolutely, when we talk about uh, pop. Uh, Dwayne Martin
0: uh, Nobody's role to me was over the top
1: Yeah No one looked like a bad actor Yeah You know what I'm saying It it looked very believable Um, Was the movie I wouldn't say it was predictable either I think Mm. uh, I think it actually told a good story Yeah Um, So
0: Whose idea do you think it was for Tupac to get killed at the end I think it was his Yeah He's
1: like yeah I (laughs) want to get
0: murked this movie
1: (laughs) But I think I think when it came down to him if it came down to him, I think he was telling him to give kid to die in every movie. He dies in every movie. Yeah. Just <laughs> about. In a pretty violent way. Oh, I, I had to pull up his
0: uh his, his uh, film biography to, to uh to confirm that. But as far as I know, yeah. oh, well, uh, Poetic Justice, he didn't die. But he didn't die Poetic
1: Justice. Yeah. When I mean, something sad happened to him, Yeah, that could have been, you know. But, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't die
0: Poetic Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a classic Tupac, man. It, it just... It just shows you how talented he was. But uh, yeah, we got them all right here. Let's see. Juicy died. Yep. Uh, and some of these are TV shows. Bud Rim died. Bud Rim, he died.
1: Uh I believe Gridlock, he died. Gridlock. He didn't die, but he died on Gang Related. Died on Gang Related. And yeah. he died on Bullet. Yeah. Uh, What else? Murder was a case? That was a movie? Yeah, I'm not even sure what that was. He was a sniper
0: on there, so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing there. but trouble. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, you got your TV shows. He he showed... Every TV show he showed in, they went crazy. crazy. yeah. 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 A living Color, a Different World. Uh, just, they absolutely love Tupac. I mean, I mean, I believe if Tupac was still alive, he would still get that love, and he would still be doing movies. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sure if he'll still be rapping, but he'll definitely be doing... No, yeah, him. he'll be acting. he should be definitely be acting, or probably being some kind of politician or something like that. Yeah, at this point.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, um, absolutely... A uh, fantastic episode today, y'all. Uh, I appreciate you as my faithful listeners. Emmanuel, I know you're listening. I, I Hopefully, we gave you enough love, the respect that you deserve, because Emmanuel will always let the table know from this point on if we're not giving him his just due. So, um, week seven coming up. We got some good games. Two games. Uh, the Monstars are trying to avoid... The bad end of history. Lake Houston Live is trying to keep their streak going. Um, City Center is trying to creep into that number one spot. They they, got to get a little help. uh, But they're trying to creep into that number one spot. And the Bullets are trying to get some momentum going. Will Dante show up? We shall see. Um, Tune in next time for episode 95. Coming up on episode 95. uh, I am Johnny Gill, live from Champions. We're out. All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people.
1: How's everybody doing?
0: All righty. So, uh, a short week. Last week, we had two games. Uh, the City Center Ballers played the Bullets first, and then the Monstars played Lake Houston Live. Let's start with the City Center Ballers uh, <coughs> versus the Bullets. Strange, strange game. Yeah. Uh, City Center was able to get the win, 87-80. to 80. Uh, City Center led as many as 20. I know it was 25 at halftime. I think they got it up to 27. Yeah, yeah I agree. And they were down 53 to 20 at halftime, got to the lead as big as 27 uh, in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, something crazy happened. They uh, The Bullets went on a, on a magical run. They cut the lead all the way down to as few as, was it four or five?
1: I think
0: it was five, yeah. Five points. A five-point margin down as many as 27. Could have been probably the greatest comeback uh, in Ultimate Hoops Houston history.
1: Yeah. They uh, they were pretty much dominating the whole game, uh, mm-hmm. Bullets. I thought they may have played a little bit better with uh, uh, Dante being back. Mm-hmm. But with Dante being there, like you said, they staged one of the biggest comebacks. Of, uh, and it was all in the fourth quarter. They yeah. were still down 20-plus. Yeah, And they were up... <coughs> 19 When a pretty mi- Miraculous play Happened where uh, <laughs> Where a guy Kai uh, Took an L Took another took, L t- Took a big L Second week in a row Yeah Where you know Darius threw it down on him mm. Bad mm. Uh, Where's tape on that Yeah he threw it down on him bad. And pretty much after that uh, The gym went nuts People were running around And then uh, That's when the comeback started So yep. To the Bullets credit that's that's the clincher. When yeah. something like that happens, it was like five minutes left. Yeah. Something like that happens, I mean, the game's over. Yeah, that, that That lead goes from 20 to 35 yeah. right there. And actually, at the end, I'm going from 20, and they, it can dwindle all the way down to like five. And so they had an the opportunity to win within the last minute of the game. So shout out to them for fighting back and staying in the game and actually making the game pretty entertaining. It was entertaining anyway because it was a lot of dunks and, yeah. and some different pl- athletic plays going on. But like I said, the Bulls were being dominated. The whole game. And then, like I said, City Center kind of took the foot off the pedal. And, hey, the Bullets,
0: veteran team, got back in it. Yeah, I, and, I, and I touched on this um, um, on the uh, the Facebook article that I put out uh, Sunday. Kai had a tough game. <laughs> he had a pretty tough game. Uh, Probably his worst game uh, as an Ultimate Hoops uh, participant. Um, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, he was turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Um, He wasn't playing Any defense Yeah And then he got flushed on
1: Yeah
0: All in one night Yeah He was a mismatch
1: Yeah He didn't have a really He didn't have a good matchup Out there uh, For him And I mean He kind of got exposed By a few things Like you said He had a a rough night Yeah But for what we have seen From Kyle in the past Though He's able to play uh, At a pretty high level At times But again it It was a tough night He didn't really have A good matchup Yeah Defensively, and uh, you're gonna learn, young fella. You know you can't can't be jumping with these real athletic. Cats. I don't. I don't
0: know why Kai thinks he's like a, a leaper. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I really don't get that because like I've seen him try. He, there was a <laughs> there was one turnover where I, I don't remember who made was it was a sweat. Somebody had a layup and then he tried to go in and dunk the ball in even though it was already going in and yeah. then it was a basket interference call. Yeah, he really
1: took uh, some points away from him. Uh, you, We we call that being young and dumb. He's just just young and you kind of had a kind of that Superman uh, uh, mentality where you just feel like you can do everything and bad things don't happen to you.
0: Yeah.
1: But you'll learn quick. And, and like I say, it's more of a learning experience for him. To his credit, uh, besides him checking out as soon as he got jammed on. Yes. To his credit, he got back in the game and he actually played – Decent, and they hurt his team after that. Made some clutch free throws. Made some big free throws. Good. And like I said, he helped them get back into that game. Yeah. Uh, but definitely one of his rougher games uh, for three and a half quarters. Yeah.
0: And not to pile on, but he also did get dumped on the week before.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. young fellas learn.
0: <laughs> young fellas learn. Okay. So, uh, so City Center they moved to six and one. Uh, they have the second best record now. They have a uh, a Monster. grudge match. Monster matchup. Yeah monster matchup next week and uh, we'll get to that later but let's talk about Dante the Dante effect uh was well it was it was it was clear and evident uh they were doubling him getting him off the ball uh he still scored 30 points um but he really just didn't have a lot of help. It seemed like I know Sweat had a double double. He finished with twenty one and fourteen, but it just seemed like he really wasn't getting a lot of help. Larry uh, struggled again from the field. Yeah. Larry's been in a real shooting funk. Jimmy um, Jam Larry. Yeah, he's got to get. Well, he's he's he's, he's been here. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Um, this happens with shooters though. They have those stretches, uh, a game, two, sometimes three games. Clay Thompson had it. Yeah. Uh, but you saw he he shook that off. Yeah. So. Not saying he's Klay Thompson, but you know, shoot or shoot. Uh, whether they're shooting the ball poorly or they're red hot, so I'm sure that uh, the percentages uh, they'll even out, and Larry, will, he'll find his touch again. But a couple bad weeks uh, for Larry, but they have to they have to do a better job of uh, supporting Dante. Uh, Fifty points combined for the
1: rest of the team. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I mean, even looking at this, the unfortunate part of all that is, I, I, I think. A lot, I'm looking at the stats, uh, you know, you, they say this about a lot of guys, uh, they say about Russell Westbrook, even a little bit of LeBron now, unfortunately, where they kind of get these empty stats, Yeah. but the stat line looks good, but... LeBron but, gets a lot of empty stats. What effect did it really <laughs> have on the game? And... Um, I mean, I'm looking at, you know, some of the switch stats and, you know, 21 points and 14 rebounds, 21 points and 14 rebounds. Mm-hmm. But were they really effective, 21 points and 14 rebounds? Did they really happen in the midst of keeping your team in the game, helping your team win? You know, a lot of it was, like I said, when they were getting their, getting blown out. and He got a lot of garbage buckets at the end, too. Yeah, you know. And, I mean, that helped with the comeback, but was it really uh, uh effective – Demonstrative points that kind of put your team over the top, and it's really helping. It? Probably not really, you know. So I'm looking at a lot of these guys. They're not getting uh, those effective points. So you're not playing. You're playing minutes, but you're not really, you know. You know, like I say, I ain't gonna say you're stat chasing. I don't think they're stat chasing. Nah. but they're not. They're not, like I say, effective points where they're, they're they're really putting their team over the uh, over the top. You know, like I said, like when people were saying with. Westbrook, you know, when he's kind of chasing that triple double, there. it's kind of like a, a lot he's chasing stats. He's a lot of empty stats. They taking L's, but you know, he's mm-hmm. still got triple double. It's kind of kind of look a lot a lot of that stuff, you know. Yeah. Not, I, but again, I don't think he's got a stat chasing. I just don't think they just have a, for the reason have effective points. And uh, you know what?
0: I'll tell you what the difference maker is. No, Austin. Yeah, that's a big that's a big yeah. game changer right there. Austin, uh, from my understanding, has moved to Dallas. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, good luck, Austin. Good luck out there, man. Uh, it's different out there. It's yeah, not, it's not Houston. Houston. Yeah, it's not Houston. <laughs> okay, so uh, Lake Houston Live played the Monstars. Lake Houston Live got the win, eighty-seven to seventy-three. The Monstars, uh, only the second team in Ultimate Hoops history to finish winless. Uh, other team to do that was the free agent team in Sugarland. So uh, tough break for 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 the Monstars. Um, a really really good game for Lake Houston Monstars. Basically trailed the whole game, and I didn't really see uh, any moments they went up early. Blake um, Houston, that is, they went up early and uh, really seized control of the game and never really were threatened. I thought this was uh, probably DJ's best game. Um, uh, just <coughs> moving the ball around, playing defense, he did a little bit of everything. I he's gonna say I'm hating, but um, I didn't expect that from him. I expected a lot what he normally does, which is score, um, and. Sometimes he's you know he's hot and cold uh, from the field, but uh, I expected him definitely to get some buckets, but I didn't expect the other stuff, and I think that uh, was the difference maker uh, to help Lake Houston get the win.
1: Absolutely, he uh, he he had a a, a, a well rounded game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know he put the ball in the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he, he's he's pretty good at that. I mm-hmm. um, say he's masterful, but he's starting good at he's it. He's good at it, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. And I think, you know, we kind of been getting on him. So, yeah, you just score. You just score. That's so yeah. all you do. You score. You can't pass. You can't do this. Yeah. You don't play defense. You kind of been giving him a hard I time. Don't, I don't know if, he, if it's <laughs> that he can't do it, but he doesn't. That's yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, with that being said, he does definitely uh, – this might not be his highest uh, scoring output, but as far as his effect in the game, effective uh, plays, moments, mm-hmm. things kind of put your team ahead. Yeah, he definitely had a lot of those moments. Uh, between him scoring, assisting, a few rebounds here and there, a uh, couple, I think he had a couple uh, deflections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he just—he did a lot of good things. It, I mean, it helps, too, I think, for you to kind of play a little loose like that when you got downhill Danny dominating and you got Shelby almost getting a triple-double again. So
0: Daniel 12 for 14.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it makes it a little bit easier for you to kind of do your thing when, that, yeah. when you got another guy on your team that's that efficient and that's been that dominant
0: Yeah, um, But yeah, Shelby uh, Shelby's Shelby's having himself a season yeah. Now Daniel has admitted that he's not uh, the best player On the team um, I don't know how many votes he's going to get uh, Come Thursday uh, I think that'll be interesting But the thing that I like about our voting system uh, And we did it in the summer I dropped the ball uh, in the winter yeah. well, I'm not going to drop it this time Make sure, print my papers out I'm putting them away in the car Make sure we have them uh, I'm going to put them in the car tomorrow just to make sure that they're there. Uh, you can't stop the balance on this one, fellas. Yeah. Um, there, it's going to be a paper count. You get to vote one time, mm-hmm. and we get to keep the numbers so we'll know uh, what everyone thinks. So There's no going on Facebook, uh, voting for yourself um, more than once. There's no creating 20 accounts and voting for yourself. There's none of that. There's only... <laughs> The paper, we need to know what your contemporaries uh think of you. So, um, I think uh I think DJ uh, put himself back in the, on the ballot as well. So I'm gonna have uh five candidates uh, for MVP. <coughs> I got three off of their team. I got Shelby, I got Daniel, I got DJ, I have Emmanuel, mm-hmm. uh twin, Emmanuel White, and who's the other one? I'm missing somebody. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was one more. Mm-hmm. Three off of Lake Houston. Three off of Lake Houston. Got
1: two off of uh, Ballers, nobody from Bullets, nobody mm-hmm. from All Stars.
0: City Center? Uh, Alliance.
1: Brand, was it Big Brandon? Nobody from Alliance. No, nah,
0: Brandon kinda of fell off. He, had yeah, been, he ain't been he been in a while. He, he missed two weeks.
1: Maybe it was just so
0: forty. I could have sworn it was Two off of City Center. Well, don't worry, fellas. We'll, we'll, we're going to look it up after this break. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic.